Welcome to the Sticker Stories podcast brought to you by StickerGiant.com. If you're joining us for the first time, welcome. And if you're a regular listener, thanks for tuning in. In our podcast, we interview our customers to hear their founder stories. We talk business, marketing, growth, and of course, stickers and labels. This month, we sat down with Lee and Bart from Be Hippie. They tell their story of how they built a lifestyle brand one sticker at a time. We talk music festivals, road trips, grassroots marketing, their first retail store, and so much more. So without further ado, here's our interview with the Be Hippie team. So Bart, Lee, let's just get right into it. How did Be Hippie come to life? Well, Lee and I introduced the brand to the world in January of 2014. Um, prior to that, uh, we uh, came up with those two words, Be Hippie, played around with a few ideas, and uh, ultimately came up with our design, the mountain, the sunshine, which encompasses all those things that are Be Hippie, the lifestyle. And um, we uh, threw it on a hat and put it on Facebook and sold out immediately. And uh, to make a long story short, six months later, we quit our day jobs, uh, hit the road mostly doing music festivals around the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, for 42 straight months, we traveled uh, from Florida to California and everywhere in between. Uh, just trying to get the brand in front of as many eyes as possible. Um, grow at grassroots. Yeah, grow at grassroots and try to meet everyone and uh, shake their hand and uh, explain what you know our vision for Be Hippie is. And Be Hippie is really just a play on Be Happy. So it's living the life that you love and doing things that make you happy. <clears throat> that makes sense. Um, so you had to, I, I was, we were doing, you know, you researched before these things. I was looking at it. Um, you had to trademark that phrase. Yes. We right? did. And yes. so, like, you own that phrase now. Yeah, it's very interesting that uh, we, uh, we threw the idea. Well, I have a friend who's an attorney, and uh, thankfully. Uh, thankfully, from the beginning, we were um, advised to start the trademarking process because and we did that real early before we introduced that in january and uh interestingly enough um he mentioned to us that it doesn't look like anyone's even ever trademarked that or tried to trademark it or anything which is amazing to us and uh and to all of our customers because it's funny they'll walk in and they'll say is this trademark do you do you own this? You and, know, and, and you two came up with this. Easy now. Yeah. You you two started this, so yeah. It's, that probably it's made fine. the whole process a little bit easier. I'm yes. guessing not having somebody else try it before. And yes. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That's and 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 we always say that. Uh, uh, Be hippie found us when we were ready, and uh, we were ready, and. No, it, it presented itself to us, and but and we had no intentions of starting a lifestyle brand. Right. We really didn't. We can't. We thought "Be Hippie, Play on Be Happy" was cute, and we would put it on a hat and a T-shirt and sell it to friends and family. Really, I, I don't think that we we didn't expect the response that we got. Seven thousand um, Facebook followers. Yeah, the, 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 the response was <laughs> phenomenal, and and the evolution of the whole brand and the, the, the meaning behind the brand has been really interesting and it's, it's been exciting and positive um, just they, they love those two words they love the feeling it evokes emotion and that's that's the beauty of those two words it evokes emotion and it's always positive and and this world needs a lot of positivity if that's a word um, <laughs> and uh, uh, phrases of life yes and we so you know so it's we, fun we, to see people 
you know, we, we joke a lot, but we truly are trying to change the world and we're trying to change it in a positive way. And it's, you know, just a simple smile can change the world. And just like our smile t-shirt that we introduced last month. Um, uh, the, we did it, yeah, it was the, a limited edition. It was a very limited edition and the response was amazing. And, and you know, that t-shirt evokes emotion. It makes people smile. And uh, uh, the brand in general uh, has taken on a life of its own. And um, uh, it's been extremely exciting. Uh, we are, you know, actively involved with 1% for the planet, which allows us to uh, uh, give 1% of our gross sales back to grassroots environmental organizations. Those those folks that have feet on the street, they're actually doing some uh, real work in the world, real positive work in the world. Um, and uh, uh, we're excited about that. We're involved in the music scene. We love, you know, this all began at uh, music festivals for Be Hippie. And um, well, we- When we started the business, and, and we saw that it was starting to take off and that we were at the at a point that either we were going to leave our day jobs or we were going to let Be Hippie go because it was it was starting to consume so much of our time. So we decided, OK, we'll, we'll leave corporate America and we'll, we'll, you know, this is something we're passionate about and it's fun. And how are we going to spread spread and grow the brand yeah and so we were like well we go to these music festivals and we we see people set up selling their stuff maybe we can maybe that's how we'll yeah. do it and so literally we just started applying to music festivals and and it got to the point that we were applying to music festivals all over the country and uh uh it was amazing our first festival was in st petersburg florida and we're driving into florida with a truckload of Colorado branded merchandise <laughs> and I looked at Lee and said this is probably the dumbest thing I've ever done in my life and uh, uh, we had a one day festival in St. Petersburg and, and just the response was amazing it was really overwhelming it was um, uh, it was crazy uh, we went back three more years in a row, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sunshine Music Festival. Sunshine Music. Tedeschi uh, Trucks. Yeah. Puts it on every January. and um, It's fabulous. Yeah, we had the Colorado flat. We had Be Hippie on the front of everything, but on the back, we would put Colorado. And, and you know, lo and behold to us, everybody loves Colorado. Yeah, that's it, right. You, yeah. you know? Was this 2014, you said? Yes. It was. Everyone really loved Colorado in 2014. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Time. It was good timing. It yeah. was not planned on our part yeah, by any means. Yeah, timing of be hippie but just in it, general. And it's, it's interesting, the whole hippie thing, right. because some there's so many different uh, ideas of what hippie means and so many different visuals that, that come about. And... Uh, uh, but we're seeing an interesting move in, in society in general, and uh, young folks are wanting VW buses. Young people are listening to the music that I grew up listening to. You know, it's uh, it's very interesting, and um, uh, we're seeing a nice push towards those ideas, towards more environmentally conscious, sustainable type ideas, uh, non-GMO, organic, all those those key words, and being part. Wanting to feel a part of a community right. and a movement, and and, and yeah, it seems to be headed in that direction. And sometimes we're just riding the train. You know, I mean, we're driving it, but just like shoveling coal. And <laughs> yep. Keep it going. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's a great. Shoveling coal. Oh come on. <laughs> well, train. You know what I mean? Oh, 
That's, that's a great analogy. Maybe we would uh, be spinning the fans. Yeah. You know? yeah. 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 The panels. The panels. Silver. Yeah. Silver. Yes. The van. When did that come along? So you oh, had right. yeah, you had the hat, the trademark. Pretty um, quickly. Pretty quick. Like that spring. Um, Several friends of ours, one in particular, mentioned to us that, you know, if you have a company named Be Hippie, you should look into getting a, a VW bus. And so um, we, yeah. we started the process, and, and it, it actually happened pretty seamlessly because a friend from Memphis recommended that he knew someone in Evergreen who restored um, yeah, VW we're, buses. So we, we, we touched base with this group of guys, and... <clears throat> There's a bunch of them that live up in Evergreen in the area, and they all have multiple buses. Multiple. And um, uh, they're they're just a cool crew. We've ridden around with them, and and they're, they're, they're but, called but the Mountain Micros. The, yes, it's uh, their tag is Mountain Micros, and they're just a cool group of guys. But um, Lee and I are driving up to meet um, uh, uh, meet one of the guys, and uh, he had a couple different buses for sale, and um, we're driving up, and Lee goes. Well, I want an orange bus, and I want it to be a 1968. And I said, "Well, let's don't get our hopes up. <laughs> you know, the odds of us finding an orange and white bus that's a 1968 are pretty slim." And we pull up because we're from Tennessee, so orange and white, where we went to college, was the color. And and we're being born in '68. Yeah, go balls. Go balls. And uh, uh, so anyway, we pull up, and the first bus he shows us is a 1968 orange and white bus, and we're like. I mean, it's, it's like yeah, it's meant it's to be. Yeah, but it was completely rusted out on the bottom. I mean, there was a lot of. They completely re redid it, and uh, there were several guys that helped us complete the project, and it was uh, it was fun and, and spread the word. And yeah. you know, shortly after that, we were contacted by John Bucati, who is an artist from New Orleans, and. Uh, he used to live in Colorado, but now lives in now lives in New Orleans and has a has a great studio down there. And uh, anyway, he contacted us and said, "Hey, I would love to paint your bus. I've never painted a bus." And John is known for live painting live at music festivals. So he'll get on stage with Santana or the Almond Brothers or whomever, and he'll paint live at the show, and they may auction his artwork off or charity or whatever. But uh, anyway, he wanted to paint our bus. So we said. Well, let's do it live. So we we had a bluegrass festival coming up in Keystone, and so we organized it. Yeah, we jacked her up. We put a tent over and uh, set up rained. set up our booth next to it, and uh, he painted, he painted live while the show yes. was it was killer. Yeah. It's so fun it's having right. a character like we have obviously the sticker ball right. Yeah, a lot about it. People who listen to our podcast, our listeners, <clears throat> they're familiar with. We told the story so, but it's fun to have like this anthropomorphized like thing that people can associate with yes and also like interact with they can you know they don't put stickers on your bus necessarily yes. like they do our ball but they take a selfie like when we were in the park and those people just skated by yes right? so yeah. for the folks who are listening in like we have a great video that we promote with them go check that out that's on all our video channels but um it shows us with the van at washington park in denver and we had a really fun day right that was a blast was a beautiful day and these people like roller skated by on old school roller skates with wigs with wig afros and i'm like can't write it. Anyway. <laughs> said, Can we take a picture? We're like, of course, and that's, and that's probably what you get all the time. Oh, all the take time. A picture with your butt. Yeah, so that like goes like in its own way tells your story without you having to do correct anything. Absolutely. Like at least like it's still hard work doing what you do, but like it's very much takes the pressure off of you when someone can be that engaged with your brand. Um, 
and, and just to, so what, what we like to talk about on the podcast, and before we'll take a break here in a second, folks, um, but like we talk about sort of growth and marketing and, and how that comes together for your business. When you were growing to that 70,000 person Facebook audience, how did you like get to a number like that? That's a really big kind of eye-popping number for us, you know, it is. We're not really, we're not follow. really sure. Um, <laughs> Honestly, spend money on, I guess, you know, to ask like a more business oriented question, do you guys spend money on ads? Like we spend a lot on ads. We do. we do. We do. I wouldn't say that we spend a lot, okay. but over the four years, it, I mean, it's, it's Bart and I. Just and like what on your phones it, or your computers? This is it. Business manager it app. Like you're just leveraging the Facebook platform. Yes. Tool. What other like consistently. Like consistently. So every day. Every day. Right. I mean, for we almost four story. years. I mean, we have we post photos, um, and so I think that has been a large so that's part. Your, like photos. Photos well, okay. and music festivals. Well, and then the in person. You told that was like the grassroots. I love that. We love. We, I mean. That meant a lot to us when we heard that, but you know, at the same time, you got to get people onto your website. Let's face it, yes. you know, to buy your stuff. But we tell every customer, we give them a free sticker right. with uh, our website on it. We, um, we <laughs> give that literally to. I mean, we've given out thousands. Well, when, music festivals. When people ask us, you know, we have so many people come in and, and who are interested in how we got here, and uh, you know, they may they may have a desire to leave their day job to do something similar and to move, uh, uh, to, move to Colorado or to hit the road doing festivals, whatever it may be. And uh, they always ask, well, how did you get there? What, if you could give me one or two things. And uh, it's always uh, hustle and stickers. Those are the two things I tell anybody that's starting a new business. Seriously. Uh, we, we have stuck stickers literally all over this country and they are stuck all over many countries now. Um, and that in the beginning, our, our marketing budget was stickers and Facebook and Instagram. Those are the three places that we spent money on Instagram. We, just to be technical. Yes. 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 But yes. Instagram didn't, I mean, initially it was just Facebook, right? For the, probably the first solid year, maybe two years that that was that your Instagram sticking. community seems pretty engaged I don't remember off the yes. it is account, I think it's about 11,000 that's what I thought right yeah because like it's really eye popping on Facebook but that's more of a, a commerce engine anyway where you right. can run an ad like get them you know get 10% off or, or see you know our, our newest thing and mm -hmm. there's better calls to action right right it, like, absolutely um, that's really interesting and I think we of course love that feedback don't we Hamish <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, Facebook is obviously a hugely powerful tool, and Instagram kind of tied into that. Yes. It's interesting, Instagram is more visual and probably almost more like community-based, less e-commerce, yes. I think. Yep. Yes. Yeah. You can show your like, best self and even the behind the scenes where you're like, oh my god, these boxes are overflowing, you got to send them all out. You right. Know, we love you all so much, give us a week or whatever, you know, especially yes. for a young company. Yeah. Um, it, it peels back that layer. What's that really good story you were telling me? Just, you know, and then, like I said, we'll take a quick break. This is a good one, though. Where wasn't it when you first got your stickers or one on one, like your first trip? Yes. Can you? I don't want to yeah, yeah, yeah. thunder on this one. Yeah, we. This is uh, a great little note. When we, we're at the point of uh, diving in and, and, and leaving our day jobs and, and really giving 110% to be hippie, we. We realized that at that point that we probably would not have another vacation for a very long time. So Lee and I took we were a, invited on a we were invited on an on an awesome trip to the British Virgin Islands. So traveling to the BVIs, we stopped in San Juan, Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico. and uh, we had just gotten our first run of stickers, our mountain logo, 
and uh, Lee went to the ladies' restroom and stuck a sticker inside the ladies' stall. And uh, we didn't think much about it. We went to the BVIs. We stuck stickers all over the BVIs. Uh, all over. And uh, you wouldn't believe all the pictures and comments and people emailing us and saying, hey, we saw your sticker here. And But our first really big order on our website because we didn't start our website until the end of April of 2014. Yeah. So our first really big order came after our trip to Puerto Rico, or excuse me, our trip to the British Virgin Islands. And uh, a lady uh, ordered about, it was like $280 or something like that. It was, a, to us, it was amazing. I mean, it was like the biggest order we, I mean, it, it, it was it, that one order was more than all of our others combined. <laughs> so, so we were so excited. Well, you hit that plateau. You get to that point, yeah. though. That, that but we were so yeah. excited. The only and she sent us an email and said the 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 way I found you is that I went to the ladies' restaurant restroom in in uh, the San Juan Airport. And, and I sat down and I looked up and there was a Be Hippie sticker and I Googled you right then. And um, she mm-hmm. she, pla- she placed an order immediately. Yeah. And uh, that, the power uh, of stickers. That really, and stickers that plus truly, that. Actually, truly. It, it really opened our eyes to, to the grassroots approach. To and, and we had also heard some interesting stories about uh, software companies from Austin that had been bought out for hundreds of millions of dollars and the only advertising they ever did was stickers. They stuck stickers all over Austin, Texas. So uh, we took all that information. We thought, well, we're going to do this. We're going we're gonna to really um, make an effort, make an to, effort to stick. Yeah, to stick everywhere we go to stick stickers. And we have. Uh, we continue it's, to. It's hilarious because at, um, at, at <laughs> shit. If Bart just stuck one out front on the way like, in. You should see smiles on the <laughs> Like, we love stickers. That's our job. I carry, I carry around dozens of stickers. These folks are smiling, big smiles when they're talking about stickers. So we're very happy to see the enthusiasm. It's, a, it's hilarious. We, we, we were at, I mean, this has happened more than once, believe it or not. Uh, we're at a music festival, you know, just talking to folks, and, and uh, someone will come up and they'll say, kind of quietly under the breath and not letting anyone else hear this that uh, we have one of your stickers in our car and we said that's great well we saw it on a gas pump at a gas station and we peeled it off and stuck it on our car (laughs) and and, and and we laughed and we said here well here's a good fresh one for you (laughs) and there's five more yes yes so um Stories like that all the time, and uh, but it, it has been a big piece of the puzzle. I mean, we we have what thirty plus different sticker styles now, so uh, uh, we wouldn't have that if it weren't working. Yeah. So yeah, I mean we're we're, we're here to talk about be hippie, but we're also here to to let your audience know that that stickers have been a big part of our of the show, so and to speak. And continue to be. And continue to be, yeah. Now that we have a kiosk at the airport. And that's what I want to talk about when we come back. That yes. awesome story. Yeah. That, like, so we have this beautiful sort of opener of like where you come from and how it's sort of come together. But there's some big things coming together. And I made some notes too, and Hamish was too. I have some, I have some timeline questions too about that mm. first year. Because that first year, again, with a Colorado brand, you can see a lot of, like, there's a lot of media coverage in Colorado in 2014, and we yeah. can talk a little bit about that. So um, we'll be right back, folks, and um, we'll get back to part two of Be Hippie, where they take this brand and they even, they superpower it with some cool things. So we'll talk a little bit about that. StickerGiant.com is the fastest way to print high-quality stickers and labels for your business or organization. We offer a one- to two-day turnaround on a wide variety of sticker and label products, and we also offer custom shapes at no extra charge, and we'll even set up your artwork so it's ready to print. Remember, every sticker has a story. What's yours? (laughs) 
Hey folks, welcome back to part two of our conversation with Be Hippie. We covered a lot of ground in the first half, especially talking about how they grew their business. Uh, we were chatting a little bit at, uh, at the break about how where they we left off of, of their retail location. And Hamish, um, you know, why don't you uh, take it from there? Yeah, I think that was uh, an interesting point that we finished on how your stickers and your your print media was feeding your your website, and you said people were finding your stickers, going on the website, and putting in orders. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Yeah, still, I mean, we we get sticker orders every day. You know, I mean, we get website orders thankfully every day, but stickers are a big part of what we're shipping out. Yeah, and they're a nice add-on to, you know, you can order a T-shirt and a sticker and. Uh, it's a couple bucks. Yeah. You don't even notice it. So you were saying at the airport, so at the Denver International Airport, you yes. have a retail kiosk. Is that the only one of its kind for you right now? It, it is. is. So you have a very unique sort of case study of how this works. Absolutely. So how long has this been going on? This seems really big for you. Yeah, we, yeah, we, we, we opened up at DIA on uh, February the 8th. Okay. Um, Towards the end of last year, we just we decided that um, being on the road has been wonderful for Be Hippie and for Bart and I. I mean, all the the people that we've met along the way, all the great music that we've seen and just the traveling, you know, throughout the country. But we, we knew going into our fourth year that we were ready to, to maybe not be on the road as much. And, and how could we make that happen? And begin the process of really taking Be Hippie to the next level. Yep. And uh, uh, we had been talking with uh, the folks at DIA for about uh, two years. Uh, but we weren't ready two years ago. Uh, we, we were just in the last few months ready for that move. And uh, so we, we did, we, we, we took the plunge. It's, you know, it's a very expensive, it's a very convoluted process when you deal with the governments and you well, deal you with airports. You have to go through security and, just technically and, by the stickers. Yes. You, have, you know, it's a captive audience. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Right? Or you have to go through security to deliver new stickers to yes. them, more likely than not. Yes, right. so it's, right. it's, 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 it's an interesting process, but it's, it's, it also provides us... Uh, uh, an amazing uh, place to test market new products. Um, uh, you and know, to be in front of a new audience every day. Every nobody, day. Nobody, it's always a new customer. It's I mean, always new. Theoretically, they might have heard of you, but like, it's a one-off purchase. Yes. Right? Yes. Unless you have your free it's, You know, it's, it's, it's about eight or nine out of ten people so far, just, just from our loose uh, uh, statistics. But uh, uh, Lee and I work the airport. So, we, you know, we're out there. We're working a shift. You know, we work four, four or five shifts a week. So uh, we're out there meeting the people. We're still... Uh, uh, telling our story and we're still uh, handing out stickers with our website on it and we're still doing all those things but uh, uh, it's provided us an opportunity to to test new products yeah. which is really cool so we can you know within four or five six days we know whether or not a particular product is going to work so or not like 250 stickers on an idea and yeah. just be like you know this can last if you just said you almost sold like a thousand stickers in one day like depending on what it is if you have five or six there you're going to sell a cut like 20 30 whatever the numbers break down so you're like oh this one the classic logo continues to perform but i've Correct. seen some new designs coming through the shop too like this yes. don't hurry be hippie one like, yeah yes. I, this seemed new to me yes I, it, is. it is and, and so i was like oh great and it's it's we just launched it maybe two weeks ago. It's one of our best sellers. Of course, it's um, so basic. Yeah, every, yeah, everybody loves a bus, and everybody you loves. Have to trademark this phrase next, though. Right? It is. Oh, it is. Of course. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Folks at home, obviously listening, wherever you're listening, you're like, of course, Andrew. Of course, you're Well, <laughs> and it's it's We're it's, learning. it's yeah, interesting. Right. If, yeah. Uh, you would. We've already had uh, entities steal our ideas. And we have had those folks put them on Amazon and try to sell them. And, 
had we not had them trademarked, we would not have had a foot to stand on. Yeah. So it's when it comes down to it, the company is really only as valuable as its intellectual property. I mean, without that, we really don't have much to stand on. So, uh, you know, anyone that's starting a new company better take it seriously and better go out and, and research it and, and, protect, and, themselves. and protect themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because uh, people will take your ideas. It happens all the time. <laughs> right. I mean, in our space, we notice a lot of, you know, it's competitive. Yeah. Yes. You know, it's, yes. It's just how it is. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But, but... The airport has been, it's been awesome for us. You know, we've, again, we've only been there two months and we're, we're over the top on how well received the kiosk is. And, you know, just the, the people that we're meeting and that we're spreading the word. And again, not everybody buys, but everybody gets a sticker. So if they stop and talk to us, they get a sticker with our website and, you know. And, um, and you know, uh, our website, behippy.com has, we are seeing uh, uh, some action there that we feel like is coming from the airport. Absolutely. Uh, our social media set, we, we think is being impacted positively. And uh, uh, so it's, it's really, it's almost like a f- uh, music festival every day. We have that many, so many people coming through and we have, the projections are 60 plus million people coming through DIA in 2018. Well, you can divide that and however many sections you want to, that's more than any festival you will attend. It's thousands of people every day <laughs> in the United Terminal alone. And compared to even the population of Colorado, yes. it's a market eight times bigger yes. than yeah. you would. And exactly. I guess it's the perfect place as well. We talked about the, the Colorado branding mm-hmm. um, at the beginning. It seems like it's the perfect place to capture people visiting. Yes. Or, yes. Um, yeah, yeah. tourists. I probably there's a ton of locals coming through there as well, but yeah, exactly. it seems like the perfect place for you guys. It's awesome. It and yeah, and there's, there's uh, some... You know, there's we're getting a lot of international uh, exposure. exposure because folks are flying it. There's a Tokyo gate right next to us. There's people flying to uh, all over Canada and Australia from that that terminal. So uh, we're uh, we're touching a lot of people, and it's 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 exciting. It's doing music festivals for the past three and a half four years. We. Uh, we, we could go to just about any festival and we wouldn't know people there. We would know a lot of people there. People would come in wearing our stuff, you know. Uh, it was fun to watch it grow like that. And and we started to think that, man, we are really touching a lot of people, you know. Now, our situation uh, uh, has planted us in the airport and and we, uh, we're looking around and going, wow, we haven't touched that many people. No. <laughs> there, there are so many more people to touch. Those and, people and, haven't heard of Be Hippie who are just stopping at our kiosk, so it's great. So what? So how awesome is that for the brand to think about how much further we can go and how many more people we can touch and how many, um, yeah, how how much more we can we can contribute in a positive way to the environment and how how much we've just recently started an eco line. Uh, so you know we have uh, we now have T-shirts that are made from recycled plastic bottles. So you know we're we're moving slowly, but we're moving in that direction. We we, we need to be more sustainable in our the apparel that we present to the world, and uh, we need to lessen our footprint, so to speak, uh, environmentally, and uh, by providing uh, products that are more sustainable made from recycled goods and things like that, we feel like we can even uh, broaden our touch. Uh, we Make can an We can have a greater impact and, uh, and touch people in, in other ways uh, 
Um, so it's it's exciting, and uh, we're not really sure where this whole uh, where this party is going to end, but it, it uh, it's it's been fun so far, and uh, uh, we feel extremely positive about the brand and extremely positive about where we're headed. Yeah, I mean, that seems like a good segue. I was going to ask about some of the challenges um, for your business and what are the biggest challenges. It seems like um, sustainability is, is potentially one of those. It, well, it's it, it's extremely difficult to get a recycled T-shirt or an organic cotton-type T-shirt or a, a hemp T-shirt and and... And keep it at the price point. And keep it at that $30 range. I mean, to, for us to go out and sell a bamboo or a hemp or some type of more sustainable uh, 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 T-shirt, then we're going to have to charge 50 bucks. So our, our industry is slow, but I believe the industry is going in that direction. I mean, just how long did it take us to start carrying bags to the grocery store? I mean, now I feel horrible if I don't show up at the grocery store with a bag. So we humans move slowly and uh, we, we change happens uh, much more slowly than we than we oftentimes want but uh, we're going in the right direction and you know with with the new laws regarding hemp and things like that we will start to see more hemp based products more sustainable uh, recycled type uh, materials available at more reasonable prices moving yeah. forward and and uh, uh, we're gonna we're gonna be one of the ones in that mix that's trying to spearhead that and push that that change forward. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like it aligns perfectly with the, the hippie movement. Yeah, you, know, you want to be positive, you want to be eco friendly, and and you want to move not just your business but the sort of wider industry. Absolutely, in the right direction. Yeah. Yes. Awesome. Um and. Back to starting a business then, what, do you have any tips that you wish you'd known when you started that you'd be able to <laughs> pass on to somebody else uh, who might be starting a lifestyle brand, any business really? Like, What do you wish you'd known at the beginning? And you gave them that great nugget in the first half where you were like, hustle and stickers. That's cool, right? Yeah. So what, as especially where you know you think back? Well, it's, it's funny because we didn't plan to do this, so we did not set any money aside. We did not... There's I mean, no business plan. There's right no now. business plan in place. It is. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we're still very grassroots. That our entire company is still headquartered out of the basement of our house. So, um, yeah. We hired. We hired our first employees. Our, uh when we opened up the kiosk. Yeah, yeah. Before it was the Barton Lee Show, and now you know we're. we're we're dealing with running it more like a business. Yeah, you have people on the payroll. Is, you know? Well, yeah, we're 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 being we're being forced into running it like a, a real business, and it's it's a good thing because we are becoming more efficient. Um, paying you know, attention. We're get, getting systems in place. We're really starting to pay attention to pricing. You know, up up until now, if you know, if we could make something and turn it and make a little, we were happy. Well, you know, we've realized that we lost money on a lot of those deals because we were just running so fast and and uh, going in so many different directions and um, so we have <clears throat> pulled the reins back so to speak and we've kind of taken a deep breath and really tried to slow down a little bit and and think this stuff through and uh, make more wise business decisions and not have so much waste because there was a lot of waste in the beginning we we ordered the wrong sizes of things we ordered the wrong colors of things and and that's where this the airport kiosk is allowing us to to streamline the process a little bit get um, uh, more sophisticated systems in place that can help us monitor inventory and 
and uh, um, uh, really test market. So we can we can order 25 T-shirts, and if they don't work, you know, we're not out a whole lot. Yeah. And they'll and sell eventually at some they'll, point. They'll sell eventually at some point. But I think for someone starting a business, something that, that – we made a good decision and we didn't really know in the beginning we kept we tried to keep everything local you know so from having our stickers made right here to all of our t-shirts are printed in Denver our jewelry is handmade in Denver so we we really and, and that has been helpful as a business and just having being hands-on with with everything you know yeah, it's and close having, by we can try a close connection with the printers with with our hat company yes that's been around since 1965 and they're out of Inglewood so literally we try and keep everything as local as we can just just to help support and give back and, and grow our business and support our community but also you know I can get jump in the car and I can be here in your office if I have an issue yeah. And, speaking, yeah. You know, so so it's it's nice to be able to have those relationships, and we're about relationships. We we want we want those long term relationships. We want those relationships to grow and both sides to benefit and both sides to um, uh, to learn from it, etc. So you you have to be willing to to be open to ideas and trying. I mean, Bart and I did farmers markets for our first year before we started doing music festivals. Yeah, I've worked farmers, farmers markets and a lot of people coming to farmers markets didn't weren't necessarily wanting to spend $30 on a hat or a t-shirt. So there were a lot of It's a very different customer. It was. Yeah. But, was, you know, we we would try anything. I mean, we did beer festivals that, you know, uh, we drove to gosh. San Diego and uh, I mean, it was, it was a long trip. <laughs> that sounds like a, that sounds like a nice tangent there, the San Diego Not a lot of sense, <laughs> no, I mean, but you just, you don't know, right. and you don't know. But we felt like almost every time we put ourselves out there, even if we just drove Bertha down to a coffee shop and opened the back and sold hats for two hours, we always meet really great people, and Gorilla. you never know, yes. you know, where that conversation or relationship is going to take you to to who you meet when you put yourselves out there. So I mean, we yeah, and you have to put, be willing to put yourself out there. I mean, we we would do parties at people's houses. Uh, they would have a party, and we would just show up and <laughs> and open the bus and start selling hats. I mean, you know, uh, we've had tons of support from. Thank God for friends. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Huh. I mean, I think that's a couple of great tips. Try stuff, um, yeah. and cool to come full circle back to that grassroots. Like you said, you've got to be there with your product. And something else, something else has been extremely important and valuable, and and it's it's getting involved in something that's having a positive impact and giving back and um, to uh, aligning yourself. With so, so if I'm buying this thirty dollar hat from Be Hippie, I know that one percent of that thirty dollars is going to a 1% for the planet uh, organization. And um, it's it feels good to know that 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 by buying this t-shirt or this hat or this piece of jewelry or this sticker that that a percentage of that is going to help the environment in a positive way. And um, uh, the world that we live in respects that and is respecting that more, hopefully. Nice. So we were chatting a little bit. Um, you know, your bus has, has this brightly colored, it's a beautiful hippie van. Um, this year is 50 year anniversary of Woodstock. Do you have any sort of like ideas around that? Have you even thought about that? I mean, it's well, August. I've well, so thought about it. And I, we've talked with a graphic designer about coming up with, even if it's just a sticker, it may not be a t shirt, or, sure. but we, we do want to recognize it 
have yeah, and we've we've, celebrate. we've actually I've actually talked with the guy who owns the licensing rights for the Grateful Dead. Uh, so they are they're wanting us to do something. I guess it's a whole year away. Excuse me, two thousand yep. nineteen. Yep. So you got a year. Yeah, so they're they're wanting us to do something with some sort of Grateful Dead image and be hippie and and incorporate that all together. So we're there's a lot of ideas out there. Yeah, I bet. Um, I mean, you know, our rainbow sticker is a great one. I mean, that's that says a lot of Woodstock yeah, the summer is right there. Yeah, yeah. Some, that's a big. Yeah. Actually, this is like the summer of '67, '68, '69. There's been a lot of 50 year anniversary of things. Yeah. You know, they had yeah. fairly well a couple of years ago, which yeah. was a Grateful Dead, you know, big party too. So yeah. we've just seen this this like constant sort of 50 year retrospectives for the last couple of years so it's just interesting you know for a brand like yours in the popular culture to it's yeah it's 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 like we said uh, it, we were ready and be hippie presented itself to us and the timing we we, we, we wish we wish we could say that it was planned but it was not planned at all no no right. That's that is actually a nice sort of natural, I think, stopping point for our conversation today. Um, Hamish, do you have any follows you want to? You want? I was just gonna say to to wrap up. If you want to shout out your social media links, um, obviously Uh, the website as well. Let everybody know where they can find you and check you out. For sure, Um, Instagram. We are peace, love, be hippie. Um, Our Facebook page is be hippie, and our website is behippie.com. B-E-H-I-P-P-Y.com. Yeah, Facebook is Peace, Love, Be Hippie also. There you go. Yeah, cool. Um, and you, if if any of you are flying through Denver, you can see their retail kiosk. And which terminal is that in again? We're in Concourse B on the west side. United. West side. United Terminal. So pick up that Colorado gear too. Yeah, so. come check us out. Uh, Lee and I are usually there. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> that is a lot of hustle. Yeah, not to, DIA is like say, not go say hi and get the story firsthand. Yeah. DIA is not like you live in Denver. DIA is like, you know it's a little bit of a hike. You know, yeah. I mean like yeah. on a day to day basis. So that's a good effort on for y'all. Um, thank you everybody, of course, for listening, um, and we will be seeing you next month for our next installment. We'll get you. Um, up to speed on that guest in the near future. And uh, for myself and Hamish, um, thank you very much for listening. Uh, You can find us, of course, in all your podcatcher locations. And don't forget, every sticker has a story. What's yours? If you dig what Be Hippie had to offer with their stickers, and you're wondering what your brand logo will look like on a sticker, head over to stickergiant.com to try it out. We're also available by email, live chat, or on the phone. So just get in contact if you have any questions, and our customer success team would be happy to help you out.